Artistry and documentation might seem like two different things, but they're actually related because a part of artistry involves documentation. When I first heard that word, documentation, as a creative person, it seemed so boring and like not related to my artistry at all. But as a creative entrepreneur, documentation is essential and it is a stepping stone to reaping. So today let's share on three key physical or digital business mapping methods for creative entrepreneurs. Try saying that three times fast. It's a tongue twister. Three key business mapping methods for creative entrepreneurs. The first time I wrote and handed somebody an invoice for vocal work years ago, y'all, it was so awkward. I was, I didn't know how to actually get to the point of actually handing them the invoice that I had written back then I used to write them. After all, like moments before, it was all smiles in the booth, behind the mic, recording harmonies to some song or another, and then it was time to go. But I hadn't yet implemented the deposit setting that I have right now in motion in my business, which is miles and moons better. So it was time to slowly make my way to the exit and just kind of casually but purposefully hand over a pre-written invoice as a gentle reminder that though the sesh was fun, there was still a fee attached to it. Now I type and send those puppies like a breeze without any nerves because I understand that doing so is a part of tending to business, documenting work, and also reminding clients that this is a career, not a hobby. And some of my clients have actually shared, clients and creative colleagues um, have actually shared that it incites and inspires them to kind of step up in their documentation as well, because, you know, we're all learning and some of us maybe uh, are a bit more responsible in different uh, areas, whether it's creatively so or on the business side of our artistry. So we kind of learn through each other and can kind of be educated about best practices on how to run and manage your business and serve your clients better. So how are you with paperwork when it comes to your creative business? And which of these three resonates with most, most with where you are right now? One, I find it easy to write and send invoices and receipts and do this consistently. Two, I write or type them, but freeze when it comes to actually delivering or sending them. Three, was it invoice? For many creative entrepreneurs, the documentation side of business can seem a bit intimidating or tedious. But check this, as an author, an artist, freelance writer, graphic designer, chef, visual artist, producer, you're already documenting in some form or another. By writing or typing out lyrics, that is a form of documentation. So is sketching a mock-up of your next design, recording a song, writing out a recipe, even if that's on a little piece of a napkin, composing and editing a beat, you're already doing it. Creatively fueled people tend to be more free-flowing, let's say. So especially when you're working from home or on tour, sometimes structure can be or it seems a bit confining. It can also be extremely helpful in terms of maintaining a productive rhythm, understanding the seasons of your business, 
So you'll have like a reference to kind of measure, okay, these are um, these seasons, this is my peak season, this might be a little lull, and how do I accommodate for that? And you can know this through the documentation that you do. It also helps when you're bringing a team on board um, and it serves as a template for them to align with or improve on, as well as having a documented reference in case you ever make a pitch for funding, investment, or maybe sending an invitation to somebody or a group of people for a business partnership. Because I'm sure that your documents, they would either want to see how you do business in that way, and it is like a map. So documentation is like the fingerprint of your business. So don't be afraid of it. Don't let it intimidate you. It's another part of your artistry, and it can help you to do your artistry better, more diligently, and it also can help you design your business in a way that helps you really, really dedicate more energy towards your creativity. So I remember waiting on business to happen, like literally waiting on it to happen. Like, like there was only a business to manage or tend to if or when a call or an email came through. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? Whose name is on the business certificate at Corporate Affairs? You know, it's nobody else's but yours or your business partner's. So the reality is, as an entrepreneur, some things are just going to feel overwhelming. That is a given. As an adult, far less. Sessions with unpredictable cutoff times to schedule. Busy seasons where you're so overworked that the idea of having one more meeting makes you want to pierce your ear with a pencil. Please don't do that. Then there's that one client who wants everything for next to nothing. And all this with a smile? It's not easy, but documentation comes in handy and can assist us with planning, pacing, and monitoring progress for future growth. It can also be fun. Who knew? I sure didn't, but it actually can be fun. So let's go a step further with three key business mapping supplies or methods, if you like to call it that. And these can help make things more clear and the load lighter. They can also be, as I mentioned earlier, up physical or digital or both. You can have them in physical, digital, or um, a combination of both of those formats, which I actually prefer so that you're not dependent on electricity. There's something about being dependent on electricity just doesn't do it for me as a creative person, just as um, in general. So one is stationary. Even in techie towns like recording studios, the amount of times that someone has urgently asked around for a pen and a paper is kind of funny, but also refreshing. So many of us are plugged into some gadget or another, after all, I am recording this using gadgets. So, tact, but tactile interactions boost inspiration. Things you can actually touch when you learn that way or when you record that way. That boosts inspiration. Your cognitive learning, it slows down the thought process and it enhances memory, especially for creative entrepreneurs. The very fact that you're a creatively strong person implies that you don't need technology to be inspired. Technology is a tool. It's not a life-giving force. It's a tool whereby you can translate or transpose an idea into a digital format. If or when the electricity goes off, and yes, that's still a thing, at least in the Caribbean, and obviously when it comes in terms of weather and natural disasters, 
or supernatural disasters, electricity still goes off. Some of us still deal with that. So having stationary around is still a plus, whether that's sticky notes for you or a set of Sharpie markers. Ain't nothing as sweet as a Sharpie marker. People have printed set lists and still on the night or just moments before the gig, everybody will be asking for a sharper and a paper, not your phone that has a set list typed on it, but it's simply too tiny for you to see actually in real life circumstance. And stationary like a grocery list, even if that's written on the back of a bill that you got, you know, or an envelope, a set of envelopes always come in handy. Like if you're looking to physically pay somebody or if um, you have a letter or a note to, to deliver, envelopes come in handy. The second thing is a planner or a calendar. And yes, as I mentioned, these can be physical or digital or a combination of both. But having a tool to map your schedule can help you note goals as well as pace tasks, meetings, social media posts, and appointments. That way, there's less of a chance of an overlap or an accidental double booking or missed meeting. There's, there's nothing worth to let missing a meeting or um, just seeing a reminder flash up on your phone and you didn't give yourself enough of an alert to actually make it in time. So if you're a session musician and say you have a midday session and an afternoon one at another studio, a different part of the island or a different part of the country, depending on where you are, you might want to call ahead and actually secure a time and set this time in your planner, printed or digital format for each of these sessions that you have so that you don't lag too long at the first one, catch it up and then have the second appointment uh, waiting for like two hours because the chat session at the first recording at Studio One went on longer than expected. That's not fair to the second person. And it's also risky because then you kind of find yourself in a position of rushing. And we're trying to work smart, you know. Um, don't try to in invite chaos into your life because that will just be transposed and delivered through whatever expression of artistry you work in. So in planning, Remember that life will happen and God's plan is best, but having a general outline can help you pace tasks in a way that aligns with the healthiest, most productive you. So you pencil in that beach break or gym time or um, outdoor walk in between, if that's what you need to feel refreshed and be refreshed in between your assignments. So having a planner is a productive way of mapping your workload and finding your ideal rhythm for peaceful productivity. The third and last thing for right now is templates and agreements. Whether it's a pre-designed course registration form, for example, or a booking request form, if you do speaking or musical engagements, uh, having a preset form, a preset invoice template, official expression of interest letter. If you know that you are always approached for uh, maybe doing something like voiceovers or editing audiobooks, then you kind of would want to do a template that is a response. Even if there's certain things to tweak, you want a template that is in response to these, uh, these, this set of services that you know you always get this particular request. Templates come in so handy and they're a recipe for growth in business. You may not be in a position to hire a fancy lawyer to draft up a 12-page formal agreement for each service you offer right now. That's right now. It doesn't mean that you won't be in that position, but maybe right now that's not where you are. 
and having a basic template as a car comprehensive response to copy, paste, and save on your laptop, desktop, phone, or file folder for specific services is essential to avoid continuous repetition of typing similar information over and over and over. I've been there, got the t-shirt, and it's tedious. This, informa this information can also be a reference for you, repurposed as a booking form request, like you can just extract pieces of that standard response and compress it into sieve it out, and then you can make a booking form request from the information that you sent or the information that you received. And you add this also to your client files. So client files are literally that, your files per client. As you may get, ideally, repeat clients or repeat customers. So you're going to want to just map your journey so that you may have like giveaways along the way or special rewards or discounts that you say, okay, my client, this client has been working with me consistently for five years. They have um, injected X amount of funds into my business, which is helping my business stay afloat and grow. So this is what I would like to offer them. And you will only know that when you can document the journey, because other than that, you might be guessing. And maybe you might be rewarding a client who you may have known for a long time, but that client may have not seeded as much as somebody else into your business. And this is not for preferential treatment, but this is just for information so that you basically have a background information of your client may actually, you might want to open an opportunity to your client in being a stakeholder in your business or bringing them on board in a different way for a project or, um, as I said, in the business because you realize this client injects so much into your business, whether it's through creative ideas, through their time, um, through their input, or just through, like I said, investing in your business through services. So the pluses of repeatedly writing these emails, the same email, the same email, similar email, is that, yes, okay, your writing skills will sharpen, but it can be a real drain to the brain. And remember, we're looking at working effectively, not just incessantly. Some tweaking may be involved when you have templates. The obvious would be name, address, date, venue, etc. And not all service requests are identical, but at least you will have a general outline. So in cases where you do have repeat requests for set services or products, take the time, make the template, and save it for some structure. You might actually find that this incites you to put a little pep in your step when it comes to managing your creative business and growing through it too. So this will be good for you and good for your clients too. You'll serve others better and taking care of your business will be lighter. So enjoy the documentation journey and remember, don't let it intimidate you. You know, this is part of being responsible in business to help you be more diligent and also to serve your clients and your customers better and design your life in a way that aligns with the healthiest, most peacefully productive you. That's all for now. See you next episode of Joy Within. Thanks for joining me here and enjoy the rest of the day, whatever you do, wherever you are.